Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, the biggest story for weeks has been the war, Israel, Hamas. Okay, I see this headline from The Hill. U.S. support for Israel is declining amid ongoing war in Gaza. Well, propaganda works. It really does. Dude, it, it, if, you, if you watch network news at all. Yes. I mean, my gosh, man. Says poll respondents showed less support for Israel than at the start of the conflict, showing changing opinions as the war reaches its sixth week. About 32% of respondents said the U.S. should support Israel, down from 41% in mid-October, days after the start of the war. So it's going down. And you saw the huge support for Israel yesterday in D.C. That was cool to see. And it was peaceful. It was a little different from the other demonstrations you've seen over the last several weeks, the pro-Palestinian ones. Just a tad fire. I didn't see any fires at all. No. Hmm. A little different there. And so you wonder, okay, why the lack of support and why is it declining now there are other polls that would suggest otherwise i've seen those too but i thought here might be an example so yesterday john kirby one of biden's biggest spokespeople confirmed that hamas has military in and under gaza hospitals yep right so hamas and the palestinian islamic jihad use some hospitals in the Gaza Strip, including Al-Shifa, and tunnels underneath them to conceal and to support their military operations and to hold hostages. Yeah, a lot of people have known that for, you know, quite a long time. But then you get the report from NBC, and I'm not saying they shouldn't show people suffering. No. The dead in Gaza, it's an awful thing. Um, But also... He's talking about different organizations that have a problem with this as far as the hospital. This morning, Jordan says targeting a hospital is a war crime. The head of the UN's humanitarian affairs says he's appalled. And the World Health Organization says it's deeply concerned. The UN says the Hamas terror attacks on October 7th and holding of hostages is also a war crime. Well, that's big of them. Yeah, I don't give a fat frog's fanny what either one of those organizations think. But it's always the statements from other people that you know are rooting for Hamas. They have no credibility. They shouldn't. None. So, I mean, yes, it's a lot of propaganda out there, and it's a lot how it's covered from legacy media. And I I don't think that's going to change. Yeah. And, I mean, you'll have conversations with people, you know, about the conflict and what's going on, and I can't tell you how many times you say, well, yeah, but you understand – about Hamas and the tunnels and where all the money's gone. What do you mean the tunnels? What? What do you mean the tunnels? It seems like you know a lot about this story, but you don't know about the tunnels? Really? So, yeah, propaganda works. You're absolutely right, David. Um, Meanwhile, as far as our southern border, we are so lucky to have a guy at the Department of Homeland Security, Mm -hmm. like Alejandro Mayorkas, who is laser-focused on security at the border. <laughs> right. We should all 
thank our Lord for a guy like Mayorkas, huh? Well, this guy, what, man. What, for showing us that communists have infiltrated our government and can't be trusted? That's pretty much it. I mean, in that way, yeah. I mean, if you want to sort of go the Jocko route and realize that this is a chance to adapt and overcome, then yeah. Then yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. I mean, this guy has been put in this position to do exactly what he's done, is let as many people come through as possible. Yeah. So he testified in the House of Representatives. Representative Dan Bishop asked him about the obvious fact that the border is out of control, and it seems like it's on purpose. Yes. And you have supervised elective policies that have allowed this level of flow into the United States. Isn't that true? That is not true. Oh, you haven't done it electively. You couldn't have changed anything to, to, to atten attenuate the flow. Is that your testimony? Congressman, um, our policies are directed at securing uh, the border. Can you give me a quick answer? <laughs> Could you have changed anything to attenuate the flow? Congressman, we are seeking to address the flow every single day. You know, yeah. <laughs> maybe that should be the tactic. I mean, obviously, I was goofing, but I have someone say, just thank you so much for keeping the border secure. We really appreciate it. Um, well, do you think there's any way you could have done an even better job? Or do you think that this is it's just the the ultimate as far as satisfactory job yeah. at protecting the border. Do you think there's anything else that could have been done? Because you've done such a bang-up job, Alejandro. Yeah, you've got a 98 out of 100. How do, you, how do you think that you could get those two extra points to ace it? Yeah, because, I mean, we've had Congress people yell at him several times with fact, saying you don't know this, you don't know that. All of your policies just let people through. That, that is not true, not, mm, Senator. And he get, does the same routine every time. It's, I, I'm going to say it. You want me to say it? Put the freaking dog collar on him. Oh, the big shocker. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Every time he lies. Nope. Nope, you're lying again. You know, <gasps> and it's a personal sacrifice so he can serve his country. Mm -hmm. Oh, goodness gracious, man. Yeah. You know, again, nobody gets fired. Nobody loses their job in this administration. Nobody does. No. Nobody. And I'm sure by bringing up the dog collar, there are people that are going to be freak out. He's talking about violence, and he's talking about hurting somebody. And then they had people that wanted to fight yesterday in D.C. Yeah. Oh, it's just an, it's a terrible thing. <laughs> Who was that dude's name? Mark oh, Wayne Mullen? Yeah, Mark Wayne Mullen. Yeah. Uh, Republican senator out of Oklahoma. Uh, so he was part of a hearing that featured uh, Sean O'Brien, who's the head of the Teamsters, big union boss. Mm -hmm. Now, Sean O'Brien tweeted out a fight challenge a while back, basically saying, name the time and place, cowboy. So Mark Wayne, retired MMA fighter, <laughs> Mark Wayne Mullen, <laughs> said, all right, let's go. Is this the time and place? All right, stand your butt up. And so he's standing up. It looks like he's about to take off his wedding ring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. getting ready to roll. Uh, and uh, uh, they didn't actually fight. Bernie Sanders uh, gaveled him down. You are a United States Senator. Blah, 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 blah. So sit down. Yeah, Mark Wayne. Sit down. So I know there are people weeping and wailing about this and whatever. Uh, Mark Wayne Mullen went on Newsmax and defended himself from the critics who say that his behavior was unbecoming of a United States senator. 
Oh, I want to hear this. Roll it. Man, I'm a guy from Oklahoma first. Uh, in Oklahoma, you don't run your mouth like that. And if you do run your mouth like that, you're expected to be called out on it. I'm not looking for a street fight. My Lord, the last time I got in a fight, I got paid for it. Uh, and so I'm not, I, I don't need it. I don't need to prove it. But I'm sure not going to let this guy uh, sit there because he's some teamster. I'm going to let him run his mouth and do something like that. You know, it, it's silly. It's stupid. But every now and then you need to get punched in the face. And, you know, you used to build a cane. You got to remember President Andrew Jackson uh, challenged nine guys to a duel and won nine times. <laughs> <laughs> That's outstanding. <laughs> yeah, he used to be able to cane. I mean, I think one guy did it once, but it was not necessarily allowed. But, you know. You know, I'm thinking about how, you know, liberal media treated this story, too, how just disgusting it was and how childish it was, all of those things. They never give the context of the Teamsters guy that threw out there first. You know, Colin... Mark Wayne Mullen, a tough guy, and you name the time and place sort of thing. And so then as he's face-to-face, he goes, is this it? Yeah. I don't know that you can blame him for that. And then that part where he says, you know, you, sometimes you need to get punched in the face. Yeah. You know? And I've, I've quoted my friend Kung Fu Drew many times when he has said, sometimes I just want to satisfy their thirst for violence, <laughs> which is one of the greatest lines I've ever heard from anybody. But he one time told me, you know, sometimes, especially someone that you care about, the most loving thing you could do is discipline them in that sort of way. To know where a line is that you just can't cross with somebody else. Right. (laughs) Time to tame the proud. (laughs) Yep. Mark Mark Wayne Mullen's like, yeah, and if you want to go have a cup of coffee, we can go have a cup of coffee. But, you know, hey, you're running your mouth right now, and that's just not how we do it in northeast Oklahoma. That's right. You know, and something else, you know. When you see different people on the left talk about, I can't believe they would resort to some sort of violence or someone wanting to hit someone else. Well, wasn't it Pelosi saying she wanted to punch Trump and yeah. Biden saying like to take him out by the gym? Right. That people do that crap all the time. Just relax a Dana little bit. Dana White is missing a huge opportunity here, though. I'm surprised. Oh, dude. Yeah, let him go. Uh, Again, we'd pay, we'd pay to see do it. Do a pay-per-view charity event. Yes. Let, let her rip, baby. All about that. Decorum aside. Yes. 2023. Let's fight. And then, David, another story I didn't know about until this morning. You were talking about it. What is the deal with Will Smith right. now? I'll admit it. I don't know really Holy what to make smokes. of this story. Okay. Other than Will Smith is getting ready to sue the hell out of a guy who made this claim about him. Um, this is a guy named Brother Bilal. He says he was a friend or an assistant for a long time to Will Smith. Okay. Uh, he did an interview with a podcaster named Tasha Kay, and the claim is that Bilal walked in on Will Smith and another actor, Dwayne Martin, in an <clears throat> intimate moment. Whoa. Okay. All right. I open the um, door to Dwayne's dressing room, and that's when I see Dwayne and having sex with Will. Whoa. Let me process that for a second. There was a couch, and um, Will was bent over on the couch, and Dwayne was standing up, killing him. Oh, murder. my like, goodness. Murder. What? It was murder in there. <laughs> oh. Oh, my gosh. David, okay. can you play that on the show? I guess you just did. <laughs> Holy smokes. So Will Smith's now going to sue this guy? Uh, that's, that's what it sounds like. And, I mean, yeah, if that guy's out there just Saying making. that's what he saw. Th- yeah. Do you believe him? Do I believe him? I Yeah. Ah, uh, no. Okay. You know, by the way, if you 
tuned into that and you're hearing that, the context of the word murder is much different than the actual yeah, yeah. murdering of <laughs> yeah. someone. Yes. Well, yeah. Okay, this guy's got to know. If he's saying that and it's not true, he's going to get sued, right? Right. I mean, I don't know. There, uh, I mean, there was the guy who claimed that he and Obama hooked up and Tucker Carlson gave him well, that like was true. 40 minutes. <laughs> well, the thing is, if you sue somebody... <laughs> You better hope that through the process of discovery, something else doesn't turn up because, I mean, that could be a real dicey thing. Well, we, I mean, the whole Obama thing, no, we don't know. There was all that part, though, that has been verified what he wrote about as far as his fantasies in college. Yeah. You know, that, what was it? He imagined having sex with men how many times a day or something? It was wild. It was crazy. And, I mean, those letters are saved. That's a... He really did write those. Oh, by the way, another part of that story, not to go off on a tangent, did you notice a lot of people were commenting when he made those comments a week ago about Israel and Hamas that he didn't have a wedding ring on? They were like, what's going on? I didn't notice that. Oh, I, yeah, I, didn't I have no that. idea. Mm. No, I, yeah, a lot of people were talking about that. So, what's up? It, what? What's up? Hey, what's going on? You tell us. I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm not quite sure. So Will Smith has already spoken on this other story, though, and said that is absolutely not true. Yes. And he might sue him. Wow. Man, that is one crazy story. Okay. We need that. Okay. Much to get to today. Uh, wait, Nikki Haley. She seemed to be sailing along all right. It's rough waters now after what she said. Did you hear about this? We'll get to that and much more coming up right here. This Thanksgiving at Total Wine and More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice, so many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Imagine it's the final game of the season, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are making a comeback. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe your stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. 
stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Nikki Haley, David, the latest here. Wow. Yeah, uh, Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley, who has uh, had a, a relatively strong showing in the Republican primary so far. Uh, I mean, again, it's Trump and everybody else, but she has been uh, running neck and neck, more or less, with uh, with Ron DeSantis, depending on what poll you choose to uh, agree with. Um, I think she might have just tanked it a little bit with what she said on Fox News uh, yesterday. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that. Uh Uh-oh, Scotty, is this a deal breaker for you? Well, I don't know. (laughs) That was your girl. Okay, listen, by their name, who's going to verify that? Who's going to check that? Who's going to make sure that happens? Who's going to allow that to happen? It's a good question. She goes on. All of a sudden, people have to stand by what they say, and it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family member is going to see it. It's going to help our kids, and it's going to help our country. Okay. Well, how do I know? How will you know? How how is this going to work? I mean, that's insanity. Yeah. I'll I'll also just push back on, on... Her premise that more people will be better behaved if they no. know that their name is attached to it. How many people have we seen, like just in the last month, who are tenured professors at elite universities using their own name to support the killing of the Jews? Boy, that's a good point. I mean, I suppose you could argue because they feel like they're untouchable. They're not like the other common person that knows if they just throw you know, the opinions that they have under a disguised name that they won't be accepted in their gig, in their circle of friends, that sort of thing, I guess. But no, there's a lot of people pushing back on Nikki for that. I just don't know how that's, I mean, you know, on the surface, you go, well, yes, but it's impossible. Yeah, you would like people to stand by what they say, like, okay, what's your real name? It's easy to hide behind some pseudo BS. Yeah, IP freely. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, there are a yeah. lot of people pushing back on that. Yeah. Did you guys hear this story about the plane that had to return to New York because a horse got loose on board? What? what? Oh, it's wild. A horse? Yes. Yes, and there's audio uh, from the plane, actually. It's making the rounds. It, it was not a passenger plane. It was a cargo plane that was carrying animals. It was headed to Belgium. Oh. They didn't get very far. Here's what it sounded like. Yes, sir. We are a cargo plane. Uh, we have live animal horse on board the airplane, and the horse managed to escape his stall. Mm. Uh, we don't have a, a problem as of flying-wise, but we need to return return back to New York. We cannot get the horse back secure. Well, yeah. Better get back there. Yeah, the stewardess was taking forever with his hay. <laughs> 
They couldn't get control of the thing. They're like, ah, we got to come back. We can't do this right now. So, you know. You're getting it right from the horse's mouth. <laughs> of course, aren't we always? This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay. Biggest story if there's one today, David. Uh, I, I, it, well, it is that San Francisco has rolled out the red carpet uh, literally for uh, Chinese President Xi Jinping. There are some commentators saying, you know what? Parts of downtown San Francisco look more like China than China right now. <laughs> I mean, there's Chinese flags everywhere and... I mean, it is, it is, um, it's eerie to see it to me. Honestly, it's, it's just, it's kind of jarring to see so many people and so many, uh, Chinese, uh, flags waving on, in a major American city. Wait, yes. And how quick they could clean that thing up. Yeah. It's kind of nuts, man. China. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. All right. Much to get to. Biden's going to release grizzly bears. Oh, boy. What is that? That and much more coming up. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right. The Gen Xer, the millennial, the sexy boomer. You know, with uh, Xi Jinping from China coming over, rolling out the red carpet in San mm -hmm. Francisco. Seen different reports from a lot of different outlets. And I'm just asking the question because I haven't seen it yet. The thought of bringing COVID up at all must be way far gone. Because no one's mentioned anything about that. Let's like distant no. history. No need to bring that up anymore. Have you heard anyone say anything about COVID with President Xi coming over? No, the, on, the only uh, time I've heard it brought up is uh, from the critics of, you know, the, the red carpet, the whole Chinese flags lining the streets of San Francisco and whatnot, mm -hmm. um, saying like, hey, wait a minute. I mean, this, this dude was instrumental in covering up the beginning of COVID and yes. not letting the rest of the world get a heads up of what we were about to deal with. Right, on that alone. Set aside any other uh, theories about lab leaks, about anything else. But just on that alone, we need to be talking about some sort of restitution. Absolutely. China. The world needs that. But it's just, it's just well, that's just what happened. Yeah, All right, move done. on. Nothing to see there. We tried to tell you before. Fauci told you, don't criticize Chinese on that. Yeah. Where's he at on his vaccinations, too? I want to know. Don't know. <laughs> It's unbelievable. It's so maddening. Um, Biden's in the news for other reasons as well, David. Yeah, well, the Biden administration is resurrecting an Obama-era plan to airdrop grizzly bears into Washington state. Holy cow. Yeah, now, under the plan, they would release uh, these grizzlies somewhere, or they were, I'm sorry, they would release around seven grizzlies a year for the next decade into the North Cascades National Park near the U.S.-Canada border. Now, the problem is that, you know, people live nearby, a lot of ranchers, who mm -hmm. are a little miffed at the idea of having more apex predators being released. And so environmental groups have talked about this for years, saying, well, they were, uh, they were uh, hunted to extinction in the region. Uh, last known sighting was like 1996 in that area. In that area. Um, but grizzly bears are not... An endangered species they're not at the risk of being extinct altogether 
Um, and the Obama administration started this effort years ago. It got shelved because the Trump administration said, well, there are grizzlies elsewhere. We don't need to reintroduce them into this environment because now, you know, there is a greater risk to people, to livestock, et cetera, um, and to the bears themselves uh, by reintroducing them into this, uh, into this environment. Um, but Hugh Morrison, regional uh, fish and wildlife uh, director, said that grizzly bears are part of the region's heritage and restoring them could be done in a way that ensures communities, residents, and animals can all coexist peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a grizzly bear. Yeah, yeah. 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 But lo- local, local ranchers and other organizations and, and leaders of communities that would be impacted by this are saying, hey, that's what y'all said about the gray wolves, and that's not what's happening. You know, you reintroduce that population, and suddenly I'm losing cows. Right. Well, that's how they take out political opponents now. Ranchers, yeah, we don't like them, Biden. Release the grizzly, airdrop them. <laughs> Go right ahead. Need rip to ride the fence line. Well, do you remember? This was over the summer. There was a grizzly in Montana that had been getting into chickens, so yes. they placed that camera in an enclosure and then wanted to see what it'd be like to have a grizzly attack the camera, like what it would be like, what it would sound like, all of those things. It, it was terrifying to people. I think we still have the audio of that somewhere. Yeah, we have it. There it is. Okay. Okay, you're running. Yeah. They open it up, and here comes the grizzly. Dang. Dang. That's the real deal, man. man. <laughs> that sound just triggers my fight-or-flight reflex, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you've heard people describe that, like, survived a grizzly attack, oh, my goodness, it's terrifying. No doubt about it. The way that thing breathes. I know. Gosh dang. Yeah, because it was totally calm until the knock on the door, and it can ramp up that fast. Well, Ella was sleeping. Don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> Wake me up from my deep sleep. I'm coming at you. That's the way it goes. All right, it's that time of the show. Going around the table. May not be the biggest story out there. But it caught your attention today, David. What's your story? This is really funny to me because it's something that we have talked about off the air. I'm a fan of doing crossword puzzles, you know, as we're winding down uh, after the show, uh, just like waiting for something to a meeting or whatever. Mm -hmm. And one of the crossword puzzles that I would do uh, was the USA Today crossword puzzle. But several months ago, they really started ramping up, putting a bunch of woke crap in there. It's every single day. They're they're you know you're talking about uh, the they them stuff, the pronoun brigade, uh, drag queens, and all of this stuff. And I, it just gets exhausting. So mm-hmm. I don't do it anymore. Um, and also they they have an odd number of clues uh, about uh, WNBA teams. It's it's very strange, and that's just impossible. Okay, it's unfair. <laughs> I, I, you, can't, you can't expect me to know who the forward was for whatever WNBA team in Seattle was. I I, I don't know that. Nobody knows that. People in Seattle don't know it, right? Um, now there's a uh, woman named Mira. She goes by uh, Millennial Other on Twitter, who has pointed this out. We need to talk about the USA Today crossword puzzle. It's all unhinged, but she pointed out there was one. 
where uh, the clue was stat that's very low for gender-affirming surgeries. And the answer was regret rate. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. I mean, dude, it's every single day. There, There's just uh, one of them is like uh, baby blank, party for a pregnant person, baby shower. Okay. Pregnant person. Or what? Well, and again, the one as far as the trans surgeries? Yeah. That's not even accurate. No, it's not. It's one thing to have your woke clue, but then it to be wrong? No, it's the opinion crossword. Right. Yeah. Yeah, different. <laughs> the propaganda right. puzzle. Yeah. Holy smokes. You know what? On that, when you were talking about just generational stuff and millennial and blah, 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 I'll take the second story today for what's your story. Okay. It's, it's a clip that's making the rounds, and it's making some news because it ties into, you know, if you are around screens your entire childhood, does it hurt you as far as just being able to communicate with others? Does right. it somehow get in the way of your learning? Have you seen this Gen Z kid striking back at the millennial generation? And this comment that a millennial made on TikTok, I think this is the way it sets up. I just saw a TikTok from some millennial, and she was like, here's a message to Gen Z. You might make fun of us, but watch out. We're raising the next generation, and they're going to eat you up. Okay, so that's the way this starts. Okay. And this is his message, Gen Z to millennials and parents. Your kids can't read. You're raising Gen Alpha. Y'all bred iPad children. You've been shoving media and screens in these kids' faces since birth. They probably have no imagination because their brain hasn't actually been forced to come up with any original thought. Don't give your kids iPads at a restaurant in public? Can you not make your child behave for more than five seconds that they can live without an iPad for dinner? Can you not give your child enough attention and like actually converse with them, teach them things and have conversations? Why do you have to just give them an iPad to make them shut up? Why are they even there then? What are you doing? We have to right a wrong, guys. We have to make our kids normal, please. So I'll ask you as the millennial, David, for your opinion. Uh, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't point out that he's shaming people for too much screen time and then talking, basically starting an argument on TikTok. Yes, I mean, posting. Yeah, it's a very odd to me. It seems like he's the type of person that lives online. Um, and he probably was raised that way too i don't disagree with the central premise of, of just sort of shoving an ipad in a kid's face uh yeah. to make them calm down that's like last resort for my wife and me we really are trying not not the ipad even it um it, just even turning on the television yeah well i think you parent a lot different than your contemporaries mm -hmm. put it that way i would say as a gen xer and i don't want to speak for you mr boomer scott robbins mm -hmm. It's just fun for me to watch the two generations fight with one another. Just, you guys go at it. That's fine. No, I, I don't have a problem with, just, with what David just said. Yeah. Well, I, I would just say to Gen Z, we are not at war with each other, okay? Our real enemy is the boomers, okay? So <laughs> well, just remember that. Well, then I'm going to say you should have the TV on more often for your children. <laughs> What is your story, Scott, for what's your story? Well, hundreds of uh, Jews from Detroit were prevented yesterday from attending the pro-Israel rally in D.C. Why? 
Well, bus drivers staged a deliberate and malicious walkout yesterday. Over a 1,000 people flew from Detroit to D.C. on chartered flights and hired buses to take them from Dulles Airport to the National Mall. However, several hours beforehand, buses failed to just show up. Drivers had organized a mass sick-out upon hearing they would be taking hundreds of Jews to the pro-Israel rally. Wow. Approximately 300 people were left stranded on the tarmac for 11 hours before they were sent back home. By the way, not the only report of chartered buses canceling on Jewish groups heading to the rally, which was attended by 290,000 to 300,000 people, by the way, but would have been much larger had this nonsense not have been going on. Wow. Fired. Yeah, immediately. No. Yeah. I so mean, can you find anybody else to fill the gig? That's the problem with a lot of places. No. But, yeah, you deserve to be fired. Exactly. I mean, they, were they organized and they orchestrated together mm-hmm. to make sure that they, by golly, everybody paid attention to what they had to say as well, I guess. so. Yeah. Or okay. not say, in this case, ridiculous. And band it together. Sure. For anti-Semitism. Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. fired. Mm-hmm. Get them out. Okay. Much to get to, including... Uh, David's old buddy, Brian Stelter, at CNN, speaking about bias at CNN. Is there a bias at CNN? He answers the question and much more straight ahead. Thirty-six thousand twenty-five one. These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. Thirty-six thousand. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. Twenty-five. NetSuite turns twenty-five this year. That's twenty-five years of helping businesses. Do more with less and drive down expenses. One, because your business is a one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance. Absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your very own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed.
The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, the bias in media. And I don't know who couldn't admit to that. Well, Brian Stelter, I guess, is one. Is that right? Well, yeah. Uh, former CNN media reporter Brian Stelter claims that there is no li- liberal bias at his old network. He was asked about it during an interview with Dan Abrams on News Nation. Okay. I really, truly don't. And they fired me. And I'm telling you, I really, truly don't. But if your viewers disagree, they should email me. Tell Jim me. Aco- I mean, Stelter at Gmail. Tell me where I'm wrong. Jim, Co- Jim Acosta? <laughs> okay, hold on a second. What is Stelter doing now for a gig? Uh, he's actually, he's got some fellowship at Harvard. Yeah, a math teacher there or something? No, no, he's teaching journalism. Oh, okay. Right. So for him to actually say, yeah, there's absolutely bias at CNN, that doesn't do his future career any good at all. Well, no, because he was part of it. If that's he's got to play yeah. up the charade. Well, yeah. I was fired from there, and I'm still, I really don't think so. I think Jim is telling the truth. I really do. The so you, truth hurts really sometimes. Yeah, so, so, so again, there's no such thing as, I mean, for example, you know, I saw, and look. Point I, of view. It's, it's perspective. They bring perspective. I, I, I agree. I just think it's about admitting it. I think there's lots of forms of journalism in the U.S., and there is the most down the middle, you know, vanilla, associated press style, there, but then there's lots of other kinds, oh, too, and, and they're in more of a perspective journalism. But you got to admit it. That's my only point. Wow. That's BS. So is Abrams' play at News Nation to try to be in the middle? Is that the deal? No, I, I think it's I have a I, it's his thesis would be I have an opinion, but I am going to try to be honest in bringing you what both perspectives are on any given okay. topic. Got it. And Stelter then is saying that's what CNN also tries to do. Yeah. <laughs> And Jim Acosta, along with that. Yeah. Come on, man. Really? Well, that's the point, I think. Just admit it. If you admit it, then okay. You know, wow. if you admit, hey, man, I'm not a journalist. I, I It's my opinion. But this whole holier-than-thou journalistic integrity nonsense that a lot of these jack wagons try to pull off because it makes them feel better and then go to cocktail parties that way, Yeah, I I'm, mean, it's garbage. I'm trying to remember, man, and I had this. So forgive me if this doesn't play out right, but Daily Wire one time did a montage of CNN with all the BS. I think I still have parts of that. You were caught masturbating on camera. <laughs> oh, you yeah. since then have been on leave from <laughs> CNN. Do I have all that right? Um, you got it all right. Sad to say. The biggest. Oh, that's right. Yeah, just what a complete disaster that network's been. January 6th. 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 Repetition. January On and on and on. Dr. Fauci, thank you for keeping it straight. Thank you for fighting the good fight. We know the science. We know that masks work. What we have now is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. This is really now a pandemic of the unvaccinated. This is now a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Is it fair? They're just—it's fair, CNN. What Stelter's saying and balanced, of course. What does Putin have on Trump? Has Trump been compromised? <laughs> but it does look like that young man to me is taunting the Native American Vietnam no, vet and in his face. There is no evidence yes. of any wrongdoing by either Hunter or Joe Biden. There's no evidence of wrongdoing by either Joe or Hunter Biden. This is why people keep this stuff. 
So when someone spews out some BS like that, you're at the ready. In this country comes from radicals on the far right, primarily white men. As a white woman aware of my own privilege in this country, I am so angry I, and I can't even begin. <laughs> now, two men. Oh, remember that. Who what was, was her that? Name? What was her name? She's gone. She's been oh. gone. She got offended by someone bringing up boobs one time. Oh, what's oh, her name? Um, mm. I just blanked on it. Yeah, I don't remember. We all blanked. Got 20 seconds to remember it. If somebody could do it, they win the prize. What was her name? Somebody's going to text it to us or hit us up fast. Oh, mm. Nobody's going to get it. The pressure's on. I've already Dang. given up. <laughs> this is the Martha Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Okay, so much talk about the Israel-Hamas war. Um, you know the Washington Post, where democracy dies in darkness? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm reading right from it. Uh, they gave a big opinion piece, open space, to Abdullah II bin al-Hussein, the king of Jordan. Mm -hmm. He's got the answer. Does he? Yes. Okay. You ready for it? I'm all ears. Two-state solution. Oh, I never heard that one before. Well, that's a new one. That's what he says. Hmm. Okay, uh, the leaders of Hamas said no. Yeah, that they don't want it. I mean, that was just a couple of weeks ago. Reiterated it. We're going to do this again and again and again. But well, yeah, I mean, again, the King of Jordan talks about for more than a month now. The war in Gaza has been dividing the world, with the deepening split aggravated by intense emotions. And it talks about the two different narratives. Says, let's start with some basic reality. Okay. Fact is, thousands of victims across Israel, Gaza, and the West Bank have been overwhelmingly civilians. Talking about October 7th, Israel wounded and deeply traumatized by the killings of more than a thousand Israelis, including women and children, by Hamas. And since then, more than 11,000 Palestinians have been killed by the indiscriminate Israeli shelling of Gaza. Yeah, not, not indiscriminate when you're giving people a heads up. Right. Indiscriminate would mean there's nothing left of Gaza City today. Correct. I mean, you're talking about all the aid trying to get in there. Telling civilians you're going to have to leave here because we know Hamas is hiding here. We've got to go get them. Okay. He goes on to say leaders everywhere have the responsibility to face the full reality of this crisis as ugly as it is. And then he gets on to talking about moral clarity, which is rich, and then the two-state solution. And it, it drives me nuts when they go back to this because, again, you have a group of people that want to wipe the other group off the map. You know, that's not opinion. That's fact. I mean, they've said it, it on record, I mean, twice now. 
Dude, this We've was, heard it at least two times to our national media, they've said it. This is probably worth playing again. Israel is a country that has no place on our land. We must remove that country. That's why. Because it constitutes a security, military, and political catastrophe to the Arab and Islamic nation, and it must be finished. We are not ashamed to say this with full force. We must teach Israel a lesson, and we will do this again and again. The Al-Aqsa flood is the first time, and there will be a second, a third, a fourth. Because we have the determination, the resolve, and the capability to fight. Will we have to pay a price? Yes, and we are ready to pay it. We are called a nation of martyrs, and we are proud to sacrifice martyrs. The occupation must come to an end. Occupation where? In the Gaza Strip? No, I'm talking about all the Palestinian lands. Does that mean the annihilation of Israel? Yes, of course. On October 7th, October 10th, October 1 million, everything we do is justified. But this is just propaganda But <laughs> that the Washington Post is pushing out there. See, and the problem is people are buying into that. You know, this is the thing. I mean, talk about peace and cease firing, and you talk about these things like there is some sort of solution on the horizon yeah. other than force. There isn't. That's just it, man. There isn't one. They've said it. They've said it over and over again. And this is the government that represents Gaza. But again, man, this is why the telling of history is so important. Because you've got so many people in the world that believe, well, that this is occupied land. This belongs to the Palestinians. You go back 70 years. Like, at what point can you try to live in peace? It's it's up to one group. That's what it comes down to. Well, I mean, Golda Meir said it, you know, decades ago, right? You can't make peace with people who want you dead. It's pretty simple you when just, it comes to that. That's it. I mean, that's that's it. Yes. Okay. As far as the United States goes, looks like we may have, like, fights going on in the House, the Senate, maybe people well, throwing down. We're pretty I, I old think, in the Senate, yeah, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, you had the Senate uh, yesterday. Union boss got challenged to a physical fight by Republican Senator Mark Wayne Mullen, a uh, former MMA uh, professional fighter. Uh, Sean O'Brien, he's the head of the Teamsters, and he tweeted out a fight challenge, something to the effect of, uh, you know, name the time and place, cowboy. So Mark Wayne said, is this the time? Let's go then. <laughs> he stands up. He's taking off his wedding ring. You know, he's getting ready to roll. Uh, O'Brien went on CNN after that hearing and tried to play the victim, but actually got called out by Jake Tapper. The tap? Yeah. All right. I want to hear this. What went through my mind was... You're one of a hundred of the most powerful people in the country, and you're acting like a 12-year-old in a schoolyard because you didn't get your way. Okay, but can I say, you're tweeting like a 12-year-old. I mean, your tweets were, were, you're not a United States senator, okay? And, and I get that your tweeting is not the same thing as calling somebody out and during a Senate hearing, but... Well, <laughs> I'd say, actually, you're more of a man for actually doing it face-to-face. -face. Yeah, I know, I mean... Than acting like the victim after you tweet it out, and then you know you want the smoke, and then you get it, and you're crying. Yeah, I mean, one takes guts, the other takes thumbs. There you so. go. Yeah. You know, you know where to find me any place, anytime, cowboy. You're making fun of him for not being the tallest senator. Do you really think that that is best serving, best representing uh, the members of the Teamsters Union? His story is compelling but inaccurate, and and. A hearing in March, he started the whole thing by coming into a hearing, looking at us and basically saying to me, I'm not afraid of physical confrontation. As a matter of fact, I welcome it. Mm -hmm. So that's what perpetuated the whole incident. 
So then you tweeted like a man baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you went on CNN to cry about it after, well, somebody said, all right, let's do this. I got to tell you, man, uh, you know, when anybody does something that you at least admire a little, you got to give them a tip of the cap. I'm doing it to the tap. Jake Tapper. <laughs> I'm glad he called him out on that. I didn't expect it. Did you, Scott? No. You look at me well, like that, your laser's going through me well, for no, saying I mean, that Jake Tapper did something good. No, listen, I'll applaud the haircut whenever I can. <laughs> he's the original haircut, by the way. The other ones are just taken half after him because he's the first. Cuomo was the second? Yeah, Cuomo was the second. Now his hair is really short. Yeah, he did go short yeah, with it. He went short because he got tired of being called the haircut. Well, yeah. Well, and you got to say this about Cuomo. He'd, he'd probably be down to challenge somebody else to a fight. Well, he's well, going to throw you he, down the he, stairs, remember? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's a tough guy, that Cuomo. That's right, man. That that was one of the best, man. Because, yes, they they were calling him Fredo. Fredo, yeah. That's right. And he really freaked out. Oh, he didn't like He it was going to throw man. somebody down the, the stairs. stairs. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to get that audio. I'll wreck you. I'll, you know, I'll destroy you. I'll That's whatever. That's right. Yeah. He was oh, wild. Man. He was a madman. Yeah, because people at the time were saying, is that road rage? You know, what was all of that? Him getting all ticked off with that. You know, he was. Uh, he lost his mind. Yes, he did. He's very easily triggered, though. Well, yeah. Particularly then. I don't know about now. He's been humbled. but He's uh, probably been, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. No, on the right call me Fredo. Yeah. Oh, I gotta, I gotta it's a it. insult to your people. It's an insult to your People. It's like the N-word for us. Wow. Is, that, is that a cool thing? That's right. We learned that Fredo was the same thing as the N-word to Italians. Which I think is a load of garbage. I've never heard way. that before, but okay. Okay. Don't insult me like that. I didn't insult you. You call me Fredo. It's like I call you punk like that. You're going to have a problem. What? What are you going to do about it? I'll ruin you. I'll throw you down these stairs like a punk. There you go. That's right. Yeah. Let's have yeah. Cuomo interview the Teamsters dude. <laughs> that would be awesome. There you go. And then, and then Mark Wayne Mullen comes in like The Undertaker on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Make it interesting. Yes. Uh, health news. Always thinking of you, Scotty. Thank You're you. looking at ways to be more healthy. Always. Um, as far as developing dementia, according to this study, eating this food could help reduce your chances. Oh, can it reduce it? Can it re- reverse it? Yeah, that I don't no. know. Okay, because if not, we'll start the IV drip into Biden immediately. Well, know? I, okay. I got to tell you, it's fruit. Oh, oh well, I like some fruits. What? Yeah, some fruits. You notice the change, David? Mm-hmm. A little bit. Wow. Well, I mean, I... A little I, female I, influence I, I, on you. Well, yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> it's something to do with no that. No question about that. It's strawberries. I like strawberries, though. Yeah? Yeah, I like strawberries. Researchers from the University of Cincinnati studied a total of 30 patients between 50 and 65 years of age who had experienced symptoms of mild cognitive decline. They were told to avoid eating any berry fruit and instead added a packet of supplement powder to their water each morning, Mm. according to this study. For half the group, the powder contained strawberries. Long story short, they ended up doing better. So the supplement, strawberry supplement? Which would mean eating strawberries, basically. All right. Yes. Yeah, they're good. So I don't know if you would actually mm. go as far as 
putting some strawberries in your smoothies or something like that? I do that. it all the time. You do? Well, I don't. She does, but okay, I Okay, I was going to say, man, no, I no. used to talk about that. No. I brought you smoothies. You're like, no, I don't want any fruit in it. No. You'd yell at me. I bought a blender. There's a lot of things you do that you don't think you're ever going <laughs> to do, you know? <laughs> it's hilarious. You can't believe it, can you, David? It's hilarious. Yeah, it is. But I mean, we've all been there, right? You get a lady influence in your life who, you know, you care about, you love, and then suddenly sure. you're doing things like, I don't know, buying a house and having yeah. children and having three cats and a dog. and Going to see the Nutcracker it? one time, <laughs> which was plenty. Suddenly you're watching episodes of Fixer Upper. Constantly. What's on HGTV? Oh, yeah. And then getting emotionally invested in Fixer Upper. Yeah. You did? Maybe a little bit. Wow. It happens. So it's the truth circle. Yeah, today. Chip Chip really does have a heart of gold. Chip's very likable. Mm -hmm. I've only seen an episode or eight. Um, (laughs) No, but I haven't seen it in a long time, but I'm like, he seems like a cool enough guy. I could hang with that guy. I I have no idea who these people even were until about a year ago. See? That happens. I didn't even know it existed. Another study is out there, and this is about women being allowed to go topless in public and what men think of that. We can get to that coming up in a few. Not surprising to a lot of people. Something else. Um, I know you hear a lot about George Soros money all over the place. And every once in a while, you'll read something and say, it's far worse than I had even imagined. We'll get to that much more coming up right here. Thirty-six thousand twenty-five one. These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. Thirty-six thousand. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. Twenty-five. NetSuite turns twenty-five this year. That's twenty-five years of helping businesses. Do more with less and drive down expenses. One, because your business is a one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your very own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. 
That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Do you have a news update there, David? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm just okay. So we were right before coming back on the air. Jamie Markley throws out a line about Elon Musk talking about chimpanzees fighting and how they will remove the testicles of one another if they need True. to. And the reason he brought that up is because remember Mark Wayne Mullen. This is the Republican senator who said, hey, let's let's fight to a union mm-hmm. boss at a Senate hearing yesterday. He, he, the update there is Mark Wayne Mullen was on a podcast, and he says, by the way, I'm not afraid of biting. I will bite. I'll bite 100% in a bite. I'm going to bite. I'll do anything. I'm not above it. And I don't care where I bite, by the way. It's just going to be biting. Is what Mark Wayne Mullen you said that, and I mentioned, yeah, I just heard it was on the Lex Friedman podcast with Elon Musk, and they were talking about chimpanzees, studying chimpanzees, and then comparing it to MMA. It was basically chimpanzees. I mean, they fight dirty. And, you know, when you're looking at dominance, there will be one that will rip the sack off the other. <laughs> no, I feel like I got to go find it somewhere before the end of the show today. It no, I'm not joking. Right before we open the mic, <laughs> through <laughs> three seconds before. Yet. Sometimes it's like there's no rules in fighting. He, he lays that one on his own. Well, no. If it's life or death, you know, you're not worried about following well, your whatever yeah, association. Rules. Rip them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to go back to the other chimps and they're going to say, that's not cool. You were fighting dirty. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, the other chimps are going to see what you just oh, did. Oh, oh yeah. Say, that's, oh, that's the hierarchy. That's, that's the way it goes. That, that's the plum plucker right there. I'm not, oh, yeah. going to mess with him. <laughs> Dang. No. You don't want any part of that. Uh, <laughs> so sorry to take you guys off your game right before swings them in the air <laughs> shows them to everybody it's proof you don't want to mess with me see what will happen <laughs> man wow that'll do it okay okay uh you know what you bring up the name george soros a lot of people their eyes they just glaze over like okay yeah i know that guy he's a bad guy he gives all this money to left-wing causes and causes mayhem there's a piece in the federalist and i would say we don't have time to go through all of it it's worth a read um basically saying they've already put their thumbs on the scales for 2024 and when you look at everything that well especially george has done not just his son but george uh over the years is just crazy they go back to you know a year ago poured in almost 180 million into federal campaigns. He was by far the biggest campaign contributor. But then there's the hidden political contributions and this vast web of dark money are intentionally designed to influence elections and avoid public scrutiny. And a lot of that has to do with district attorneys that just won't prosecute criminals. And you're creating a society that's insane, which is what we're seeing in a lot of major american cities right now and this i mean goes back years and years and years 
But with all of these different affiliates that this guy gives money to, colorofchange.org, DNC Services Corporation, Justice and Public Safety, Forward Majority Action, and a lot of this stuff, like, sounds good. And they'll always say things like, well, we're trying to protect American democracy and voting rights and civic participation, civil rights and liberties, the rule of law. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's everything working against, against those things. And in the end, it talks about the one thing that is certain, um, 2024, you're going to see more of the same. Soros-backed prosecutors are already swaying the 2024 presidential election via lawfare, which is sort of new, the way they're going after Trump right now. And trying to, you know, keep his name off the ballot, all that stuff. It's going to be very interesting. I don't know how a chimp is involved with that, but maybe it's not a bad idea. <laughs> Cover your sack. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, biggest story today, David. <laughs> Um, Xi Jinping in California, uh, the city of San Francisco in the state of California, uh, has put up a bunch of uh, communist China flags um, all over the street. Not a single American flag that I could see. I'm sure there will be one in, in the actual venue itself, but it is just kind of odd. Well, they're just getting ready for it in the next 10 years. Oh, right, exactly. It's a prepare for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Prepare so for more it. on that. When Xi Jinping goes full chimp on us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd like to. Holy cow. Oh, and an update on that tragic story out of Vegas with the 17-year-old. Oh. All coming up right here. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, political news. James Comer. He's done a lot for this uh, Biden family corruption investigation. Yeah. And yeah, someone's accusing him of corruption? Yeah, Democrats are getting really nervous about where the investigation into the Biden family business is heading. And you can tell because they're making stuff up about Republican Representative James Comer, the guy who's leading the charge in Congress. Some lefties have gone out and said, uh-oh, you know, James Comer has an LLC, and it, the LLC is is for a uh, massive amount of land that he owns, uh, okay. which he leases out for hunting and, and things like that. It's not, not every LLC is this, like, shady uh, shell corporation. When you're talking about the LLCs for the Biden family, you're wondering about what exactly they did to warrant getting millions of dollars funneled through them and passed through them from foreign sources. What exactly were the purposes of those businesses? And there's nothing. Uh, no one no one is answering those questions. Um, no, it's just all the Biden families getting paid. So, yeah, they got like a CNN crew now down in, uh, down in his uh, home district trying to find out whatever this scandal may be, and uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, at a, at a meeting yesterday... Democrat Representative Jared Moskowitz tried to claim that Comer has this business relationship with his own brother, and he's doing the same thing that Biden did. Okay. I just would like to know if you would like to use some of my time. I would love. I would love it. Okay. I've never loaned my brother one penny. 
My father, who was a dentist, had some farmland. He died, and my brother couldn't afford. He wanted to sell it, but he wanted to keep it in the family, so I bought it from my brother. That story that you tweeted also said I had a shell company. That is bullshit. You can come to Monroe County. (laughs) I'm sorry, man. I don't know that I've ever heard Comer swear before. No. So it was just kind of out of nowhere. He's just like, and it rolled right off. Just, yeah, that's BS, man. Like the way anybody would talk, I guess. It's bullshit. You can come to Monroe County and look at all the land that is titled in that LLC. You're so financially illiterate that you think because something says LLC, it's a shell company. You look like a smurf here just going around and all this stuff. Now, listen. Mr. Chairman, I, I think the American people have lots of questions, Mr. Chairman, and perhaps you should sit maybe right. for a deposition. I, would, I will be questions. happy. I will sit with Hunter Biden and Jim Biden, and we can go over our LLC. That, that'll be great. I'll, I'll make sure the right. ranking member do that. is happy that, that. that you'll we'll sit, at a, sit at a table. Yeah, yeah. What a jackass. Yeah. One question, though. Yeah. He called him a smurf. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was because he was wearing a blue a blue uh, a jacket. Ah, I think okay, that, that was explains it. it. Let me hear that part again. Going around and all this stuff. Now listen, M- Mr. Chairman, I-, I think the American people have lots of questions. Hold on. You look like a Smurf here. Just- <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand the context. I think the American people have lots right. of questions. Mm. <laughs> I like that. He's. A- He's like, yeah, I put it on my congressional disclosure forms, too. It's not hidden yeah, away. Yeah, I mean, an LLC isn't a bad thing. No. no. You know, no. I was I, know, I was part of an LLC. Really? Yeah. Was that for the racehorse? Yep. Uh-oh. For those that don't know, how did that go? Because you had money well, invested in a racehorse. Well, it didn't go at all. I mean, it, no. A horse never ran. What do you mean it never ran? Well, it never ran. It had hoof issues, and that was the end of that. But it was a racehorse. And it was formed under a LLC. Yeah. Yeah, there was like eight or nine of us that had thrown money in on this thing, right? Okay. Yeah. And Not so my you, proudest moment. I mean, I want you to know You'd that. invested because someone said, hey, man, this horse, and it's, you know, good breeder, everything. Yeah. Yep. And then you were getting, did you get the vet bills? There were vet bills. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy vet, vet bills, by the way. Yeah, it was an expensive horse. There's yeah, no doubt about it. Sure was. Did you ever get to like, no, pet him? Never saw it. You never saw the no, horse? No. You had money well, invested. Didn't run. In I didn't go down to the paddock and you know <laughs> check out my investment because there's like a bunch of us involved in it. Okay. No. I mean, I, everybody's different. I'm just saying. If, no, if I, I got to imagine, if I invested, I'd li- I at know. least want to go feed yeah. him some hay or something. Fine, whatever I, you do, pet him. Twenty years ago, that never would have happened. I but. mean, at, at least check out his hooves to see if the racehorse thing doesn't work out. You can, you know, sell him to Elmer's or something. Well, wow. I suspect that's probably what happened. But there was very little <laughs> profit left, if any, after that. And I'd already sold my share by then. So you lost. Yeah. Pretty okay. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. I just I just saved the LLC. Nothing nefarious about it. Wasn't some you know we were hiding drug money under right. our LLC of a racehorse. <laughs> no, but it's you know it's good context that yeah yeah it's not that big a deal. I it's did. It's not a big deal. No. There you go. Tax like purposes that. and all kinds of reasons you do it. Right. Uh, sad story and an update. Um, out of Las Vegas, we had talked about this the other day. The seventeen-year-old kid, Jonathan Lewis. Who was standing up for a friend? Gosh dang. Um, 
and got well, there's no other way to say it he was beaten to death beaten to death yeah just brutal you saw the video right i did man hard I, to watch it's so hard to watch and when you have people repeatedly hitting him in the head he's already gone i mean he's already unconscious yeah and still just kept going just kept going and you know you go into this story and you can't help but have the reaction of wait a second if you change the races here we would know this would be a national story to me it should be a national story it doesn't matter the race of anybody involved i don't think there's a, a 17 year old no. guy got beaten to death You're by right. a group of 13 of, of guys, to 17 13 year to 17 year olds yeah and if there's no video none of this we don't know anything about this by the way i'm convinced yeah, you're probably right about Nothing. that. But the video was out there, and everybody saw it, and now they, they're in a position where they got to do something. Um, but, the, you know, the police said the other day they were working on this. Eight have been arrested. They're looking for two others. Um, and they were speaking yesterday. Fox in Vegas had part of the story. High school. Investigators say it was over a pair of stolen wireless headphones and possibly a marijuana vape pen. The 17-year-old victim stepping in to defend a smaller student. And the minute the punch is thrown with that person, uh, 10 subjects immediately swarm him, put him into the ground, and begin kicking, punching, and stomping on him, not defending himself until the point where he becomes unconscious. Investigators say though the students were different races, there is no evidence this was a hate crime. If this was a hate crime, there would be someone getting arrested for charges related to being hate crime. Monday, Fox 5 spoke with Lewis's dad. Yeah, and that's heartbreaking, too. So yeah, we just got to have changes where, I mean, the people think it's okay to beat someone basically to death. Yeah. You know, just awful. Kids. Kids. And, I mean, it's not like you want to get all caught up in whether it's a hate crime or not. But it's hard not to look at it and say, well, you know it would be if this was a black kid and it was a group of whites that beat him to death it would it's completely different and it's just something that makes people more and more cynical as time goes on because there's different forms of justice in the country you just feel awful for that kid and his family and everybody else ah okay on a lighter note i mentioned this earlier the survey out there and not surprisingly, it says men think women should be allowed to go topless in public. Hmm. Hmm. Is it something that you really have an opinion on one way or another, David? Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised that men would say that. I mean, the, the, the only caution I would throw out there is most of the people who are going to walk around topless are people you don't want to see topless. Yeah, yeah. he's got a valid point there, kind of yeah. like the nudist colony thing, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. So... Closest two wins um, for just people in general. What percentage of Americans think women should have the right to let it, you know? Men and women? Yes. Okay. Of all ages in the survey. I'll let David go first. Mm, 48%. Mm. I'll say 45%. It's 35. Winner. <laughs> you went prices right on that, didn't you? Did. Even though you went over. Um, 51% said no, 14% undecided. And yeah, men are much more in favor than women. Almost half of guys think it should be allowed. Yeah. 
Only 37% of women under the age of 45 agree. And just 15% of women older than that support it. And at least from media, and maybe I've misread this over time, I thought there was this cry out from women to say, this is not fair. We should be able to go topless too. Oh, yeah, the whole free the nipple campaign. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be a bit of fake news when you actually look at the surveys. Well, I think, yeah, younger women have probably been in locker rooms and they've seen, you know, they've seen things that they don't want to see in public. It very well could be, yes. And it did say the demographic most in favor of women going topless is older dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I think Why at that point, it's just sort of like, whatever. You feel guilty? I just think it's funny that you become a latch at a certain age, you know. <laughs> it's either I'm going to look at it and think it's nice, or I'm going to look at it and think it's not very nice. Whatever. I don't. Either care. or. I, I don't really, really looked at anything much different, so what, why not? What, what's the, the Jeff Foxworthy bit from years and years ago was, every guy in America is thinking this. I want a beer and I want to see something naked. Okay, I don't know exactly when it was that I flipped to the other side of that, but that's been years ago. I, If you were to ask me, it's not about anybody's rights. No, you can keep it covered. I'm good. No, thanks. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, we can't have that. <sighs> can't have what? The, the people walking down the street with no tops on. Accidents would happen, skyrocketing <laughs> insurance <laughs> rates after that. I just can't. I just, I just don't really don't want to see it. I, I, personally, that's just me. Whatever. Okay. Uh, we got to get to another news update. Oh, you know what else? Um, this has been talked about a lot, it seems like, over the last year. People with tipping fatigue. Get to that straight ahead. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed honey come here quick what is it Check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. 
Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine what could relief from IBSC mean for you. Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Just happened to see this at Daily Wire. National Security Agency, responsible for monitoring threats, both foreign and domestic, for the U.S. military, assumed a new responsibility under the Biden administration, creating a massive glossary of woke terms for employees, ranging from anti-racist to the gender-neutral pronouns Z and Zer. Z and Zer? Yeah, Z-E and Z-I-R. I don't even know what that is. David? That's a gender-neutral uh, pronoun. Instead of saying, like, his or her or him or her, you can, if you don't want to use the they-them thing, you can use, like, Z-Zer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I got a gender-neutral dish at Panera. It was a Z-Zer salad. Mm, yes. Sounds tasty. A copy of the NSA's Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Glossary. Yes. This has been obtained and verified by Daily Wire. Shows the agency now provides definitions for terms like queer theory and white fragility. It's part of its expansive guide to 327 social justice terms that blame white Europeans for engaging in settler colonialism. Uh-huh. And warn of trans misogyny. I'm sorry, I had not heard trans misogyny before. No, that's how a does, new one. How does that well, even work? I think trans misogyny is dudes wearing women costumes competing against women in sports. I don't think that's the way they describe no, it. That's how I describe it. Yes, that's more accurate, actually. So this is interesting. Um, this was published internally May 6, 2022 but never released publicly before this investigation. Pushing blatantly left-wing views on race and sex. Explicitly endorses the tenets of critical race theory and queer theory, both of which also, by the way, are included in as far as the terms of the glossary. Okay. Boy, oh boy. Don't they have, like, spying to to do? You would think. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of work to do. Uh, you know, big part of this apparently is whiteness. Mm. That's a problem with everything. You know what that is? The broad, the broad social construction that embraces the white culture, history, ideology, racialization, expressions, experiences, emotions, and behaviors, all to reap material, political, economic, and structural benefits for those socially deemed white. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Now, yeah, it's like a thousand words in there, right? So would that mean like my grandfather, who busted his butt as a poor farmer most all of his life, that there's some sort of supremacy in that? Yes. Oh, okay. 
I, I can't yeah. come up with it, but to somebody me, can. To me, the frightening thing is that there was apparently a demand within the NSA for that, which means we've got a bunch of really mentally unstable and hateful people spying on American citizens. We're screwed. Well, yes, it's every organization yeah. on a national level has been infiltrated by woke. It's to completely destroy the country. It sounds like you're some whack nut, but that's what has happened. Yep. It's just crazy. Okay. Well, more on that a little bit later. As far as the story on tipping fatigue, do you have it? Yes. Yeah, I do. A little bit. I definitely do. Yes. It says you'll tip at least five people this week. No, I won't. (laughs) There's no (laughs) way. The average person will. Yes. Um, what I can't get over, though, is I do the carryout. You call, you get the order to carry out. They bring you in a paper bag your order. You mm-hmm. pay for it, and there's a place on there where you can tip. I Yes. Who am I the, tipping? The person that put the food in the bag. That's the way I understand it, right, David? Yeah, and at some restaurants, if you're on the wait staff, you have to tip out to uh, busboys and, uh, and cooks. So a portion of your tips go to them. Okay. Just as a like, hey, thanks for the you know team effort today. Yeah. So that's why a lot of times, if it's a private, if it's a smaller you know local business, I will tip the carry out people. I usually do too, but I always wonder what what I'm, who I'm tipping and what for. Yeah. For the person who brought me the bag. <laughs> I mean, I could do that myself. Yeah. There are people more and more griping about this all the time. It's certainly become a thing. This yeah. is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. A lot of stuff going on. Biden's going to meet with Xi Jinping from China. Yes. Rolling out the red carpet in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're not going to bring up COVID, bring up any of that stuff. Oh, no. We're going to bring up Spy Balloon? Stealing uh, all our properties? Anything like no, that? Oh, that's all in the distant past, right? Got Let it. Let bygones be bygones. What a strong leader. I'm go out to Alcatraz, take a little tour. Okay. And then, of course, Israel-Hamas, the war rolls on and... Maybe you've seen some of the footage of the Israeli soldiers going into that hospital, Gaza City, and looking for hostages, taking out members of Hamas. And it's been interesting because we had our State Department, you know, admit, yes, our intelligence tells us Hamas headquarters, that yeah, they used there. They were keeping hostages there underneath the hospital where they have tunnels. And then I thought this was interesting. So that's all admitted. NBC does the report. And as he's wrapping it up, Keir Simmons uh, says he did get a a statement. 
And here it goes. National Security Council providing NBC News with a statement after the operation was announced. It reads in part, we don't want to see a firefight in a hospital where innocent people, helpless people, sick people trying to get medical care they deserve are caught in the crossfire. Meanwhile, Savannah, an official from the Gaza Health Ministry, which is run by Hamas, says staff and patients and displaced people have been questioned for 10 hours and some have been taken away. Okay. Now, why do you think that might be? Yeah, exactly. So if you pay no attention to news, you're not really reading anything online. You just get drips and drabs here and there, and you see that report. What are you left with? Oh, that Israel is kidnapping doctors. And that our, you know, our government is saying, hey, we don't want to see a firefight in a hospital. Like, what are you doing? Well, no, they've taken journalists in to say see this is where hamas is we'll take you underneath here look this is where they had hostages do you understand it now and still that's the way it's been told to the american people i think it's disgusting you know i if, if, when i see these tunnels i'm amazed at the architecture and construction I think a lot of people have I mean, been. It, it, and then you understand how much money Hamas yes. spent to do it. And All to, the money that was supposed to go to the Palestinian I mean, people. Yeah. The sophistication level is oh, yeah. off the charts, man. Yeah. I mean, it's something. Yeah, more than I think any of us would have oh, imagined. Oh, my gosh. When you think of tunnels, I mean, you think of something rudimentary, you know, that you're trying to squirm your way through on your hands and knees or whatever. Right. No. It's like El Chapo. That's the way he escapes through these crazy tunnels or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's not like what we're seeing yeah, now. This is like a long hallway of a hotel or something. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's really. And how many years it took to build these things? Well, they've had I mean, 15, 17 right, years. Just the, the whole Big time, effort. the plan was underway. Yes. Golly. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, switching gears to this. I know you'd want to hear about this guy because this guy's been one of your favorites for a long time. Senator out of Illinois, uh, Dick Durbin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What'd they tell Dick to say? Well, <sighs> Dick Durbin had an opinion piece there. Yeah, they told him what to write and what to say. He's been doing this for decades. So go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's talking about how last month our country narrowly avoided a government shutdown. And another deadline looms just days away. Now okay. it's going to take Thanks, care Dick. of now. Appreciate it. But he Thanks, wanted Captain Obvious. All right. He wanted you to know while the Senate has been working hard uh, to keep the government's lights on. Radical House Republicans proposed an option. There you go. They knew it would be dead on arrival in the Senate. He got the company line, didn't he? The yep. Secure the Border Act of 2023. Yep. He says, why was this MAGA proposal doomed? There you go. It includes almost an 8% budget cut to the Department of Homeland Security. Oh, man. Which would make it much harder to keep our southwest border secure. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would be a good one for you. Yeah, Dick, thanks. And the bill would bring back many of the Trump administration's failed anti-immigrant policies. What failed? He doesn't give examples. Oh, yeah. Because you, you just you say can't. it. So only... Now I, listen to this, this gets richer. Again, Dick Durbin. Yeah, right. Now I agree with my Republican colleagues that we need to secure the border. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Most migrants come to America for the same reason my mother Here we go. and her family did many years ago. Personalize it. Yep. They want a better life. They want a job. And we need many of them.
but we need to write laws that bring order to our southwest border and allow for the safe and humane processing of immigrants. When are you going to get on that? Wow. And then he goes here. With crises like Ukraine and closer to home in places like Venezuela, many have been forced to flee for safety. Our immigration system was designed decades ago to respond to different challenges that we face today. It cannot withstand the current numbers passing through our border. He goes on to talk about it, bipartisan immigration reform. Um, but all this ignores one necessary truth. We need immigrants and the benefits they bring to our country. We currently have a worker shortage in this country, which is driving up consumer prices and driving down production. When I'm on the road in Illinois, I hear how desperately employers need skilled workers to fill critical jobs in industries like healthcare and agriculture. The key to solving these problems is immigration reform. When given the opportunity, immigrants choose the lawful pathways, contribute to our economy, and revitalize our communities. What about the communities in the United States right now that are underserved? That's what the left always tells us. Right. What about them? Can't you help them? How are they to serving? fill these great jobs? How is everyone serving the city of Chicago right now, sleeping at O'Hare? It's a great question. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just got an answer, dick. It, who can read through this and take any of it seriously? Well, he's not a serious person. No, it's he's not. Mainly, it's people who just don't actually pay attention to what's going on. That that's true. Yes, that guy. Hey, he's talking about the permanent solution is enacting legislation like the one I introduced more than two decades ago, yeah. the Dream Act. Remember okay. when Trump said, the Dreamers, let's do the deal with the Dreamers. Mm -hmm. The left, didn't, they didn't want to do that. They wanted it to remain an issue. Yeah. Again, another guy that's been there since Carter was president. You know, I mean, just 110 years old, still there. Oh, goodness. It's By the way, guy. you had a story, speaking of Illinois and Chicago, the mayor there. Oh, yeah. I mean, you knew this guy was going to be a disaster, but... He's got approval numbers now? Oh, yeah. The approval numbers from Echelon Insights is, I mean, just hilarious. 28% approval rating total. For Johnson? Yeah, for Brandon Johnson, the mayor of Chicago. Wow. Well, 28%. I, I, I don't know why all these people are, are mad. You know, they had the opportunity to vote for somebody else, and they said that he was the way forward. And he hasn't done anything that he didn't explicitly say he would do. I mean, that's true. Okay, how often do you get the feeling? <laughs> Let's face it, I'm stating the obvious here. That people see a candidate, he's a Democrat, they've always voted Democrat, looks like he'd be a good mayor. Yeah, I'll vote for him. I'm not going to vote for the other guy. I don't, I don't really like what the other guy's got to say. I'll vote for this guy. I think it'll be good under him. No idea what any policy is. No. Could be. Well, you got it. Well, I think a lot He's, of people. He, you're right, though. He said everything he was going to do. He was further yeah. left than Lori Lightweight. Yeah, and I, and I think now though that it's affecting people personally. Yep. More than just crime, because I think a lot of people who are affected by crime uh, just sort of think this is going to be the way it is, right? I mean, I, I, unfortunately, you know, they don't necessarily see a light at the end of the tunnel. But now when you've got the migrant stuff happening, I mean, dude, when, when you look at, um, uh, let me see, uh, let me try to find this. Uh, do, 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 do. 
Uh, oh, how do you feel about uh, housing migrants in base camps made up of large heated tents in various parts of uh, Chicago? 63% oppose. Don't like yeah. the tent city. Really? Crazy. This was fascinating to me. Chicago is currently a sanctuary city, meaning that the city does not cooperate with federal U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement authorities. Do you support or oppose Chicago's status as a sanctuary city? That is now the opposition leads at 52% of poll respondents in Chicago are now saying, you know what, we got to rethink this whole sanctuary city thing. Yes. I think when it was first brought up to people, they had a certain idea of what it would be. And, of course, now we know what it is. They're like, no, we don't want that. No. Is anyone telling all these people they're xenophobic? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, on a lighter note, you know, sometimes you're trying to get ready in the morning, get to work on time, and you run into hassles, things that... You just didn't foresee it might be something with uh, one of the kids. It could be a pet, whatever. This is some sort of excuse. This happened in Australia. The woman that had to call in because there was a 1,300-pound elephant seal blocking her car. Well, <laughs> hey, that's something. Part of it's the accent. It's just funny um, when you actually hear her talk about it. This is what she had to say. I heard a noise outside and I, I thought that somebody was um, trying to break into my car. And then next minute, I've got this big seal looking up at me in my bedroom window. And I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> I think it's going to go down in the books as the best excuse <laughs> in the history of not to go to work. Yeah, that's pretty good. Would that spook you a little bit? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's your choice. Uh, got to get up and go to work in the morning. There's a chance there's going to be that seal there. Or you could be in D.C. or Chicago and risk the carjacking. What are you going with? Um, just asking. I'll, I'll take my chances with the seal. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm down with the seal I'm as well. Try okay. to pitch unanimous. Yeah, there you go. Grab my rifle and, uh, you know, start looking up seal recipes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've heard a lot about homeschooling. Uh, it's exploded. There's no doubt about it. What is the driving reason why? It may not be what you think. We'll get to that much more coming up. The holiday season is all about family, and it's a good time to remind ourselves of how important our responsibility is to protect the ones we love. That includes planning to secure their future. Life insurance is an easy way to give your family peace of mind. It provides a safety net, so if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. Your family deserves peace of mind. A life insurance policy through Policy Genius can give it to them. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much money you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com. That's PolicyGenius.com. <laughs> 
Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting Primatine Mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, David, you're shaking your head. Do you said a nuts lady at the failing New York Times? Yeah, Elizabeth Spires. She's a Democrat pollster and a New York Times opinion columnist, and she has decided to weigh in on Israel's counteroffensive in Gaza. Okay. Uh, and she writes, uh, it's never okay to hit a hospital intentionally. Medical personnel are on the front lines and are treated differently as a result. Um, there might be a terrorist in there has never been an acceptable excuse. Uh, talk to your talk to your guy Barack Obama about that one. That, oh yeah, Doctors Without Borders. Well, yeah. and, I mean there were there were a few hospitals that yep. were bombed under the uh, Obama administration because there was a suspicion that there were terrorists there. Yes. Uh, proportionate response is baseline. She writes. What is proportionate when you have a group of terrorists going in and raping and maiming women and children? That's a great question. She's an expert on this. What should uh, it be then? How apparently. do you do it? Uh, and she says, I actually think the morality about civilian kids here should be apparent to everybody. And anyone who tells me Palestinians are using cho uh, children as human shields, bleep off. That is racist. How is it racist? It's, well, <laughs> it's a fact. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we I, know that. Uh, she says, "Hold on, man. Yeah. Everything is well. That's racist. Yeah, exactly. It, it's a fact, lady." Yeah. <laughs> also, this is the theory only men believe, and I'm not being facetious here. Any woman who's had to do the majority caretaking for a baby, most women would find this absurd. The, the women celebrate their children being martyrs. That's not. That's not just Hamas. That's that's literally every radical Islamic terrorist organization that the West has been at war with. Yes. Um, and then she writes, I'll, I'll just uh, leave it here. Uh, the idea that Palestinians would just hand over their children as instruments of war is deeply racist. Even extremist terrorists don't do that normally. They do. They strap them with bombs. Dude, I know you were out Monday. We went through this whole story, this kid when he was nine years old yeah. and what he went through. Being trained as a Hamas warrior, it's insane. Wow. That person's in a bubble, man. Either that, either that she's misinformed or she's lying on purpose. It's one well, it other. might be a combination of both. Mm -hmm. It could Actually, be. yeah. could be. Oh, I mentioned uh, homeschooling. It's been a big story for a little while now. Washington Post, you know, 
big, you know, front page story. Homeschool nation, a remarkable rise. This form of education has moved from the fringe to the fastest growing in the United States. Well, yeah, of course. And a lot of people are like, yeah, a lot of people after COVID decided, yeah, homeschool, not going to go through this closing again. What they find out is uh, the most radical increase has shown up after COVID. Yeah. That wasn't the big driver. Um, The biggest driver is that parents actually care about what is being taught to their kids. Well, Mm -hmm. a lot was revealed during COVID. You're absolutely right about that. I also found it was interesting for a lot of parents. It's not so much the teacher. It's what's being taught. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's true. We see a lot of wacky teachers, thanks to libs of TikTok, reveals it. And that's, again, teachers that are putting themselves out there on TikTok proud of their LGBTQ plus indoctrination methods. Mm-hmm. And then they get mad when libs of TikTok actually put it out there because it's supposed to be a secret, I guess. But it's not so much parents saying, I'm afraid of all these kooks. It's what is being taught. And then if you're thinking, well, this is a lot of rural places and smaller towns across America. No. It's happening in a lot of big cities, too. And I think you just saw something not too long ago, David, where if people had, you know, the thought, well, there's a lot of white people. Mm-hmm. No, it's across different demographics. Well, well, yeah, and I, I think you can't really take this current increase uh, away from the effects of COVID, both for exposing parents to what their kids were learning and then also just the reality that we thought you could, we could depend on you public education system and in a lot of big cities they found out they can't actually depend on you and then you look at test scores yeah in so many public school districts and then if you have the means and you want the best for your kid and you can't homeschool them then why wouldn't you you're seeing it more and more this is the markley van camp and robin show okay biggest story today uh biden meeting with xi jinping in San Francisco, which apparently is now a uh, officially a colony of the uh, Chinese Communist Party, looks like it. Because yeah, there's a there's a lot of Chinese flags there. Um, not many American flags. Very odd to see that. But I'm sure the Chinese, if if Joe Biden visits Beijing, they would roll out a bunch of American flags, right? <laughs> I'm sure they'd do that. Just no. common courtesy. Biden owes China more than China owes Biden. They've already paid. We know that. China! Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I'm sure we can get an update on that. Because, yeah, we had some good talks. Uh, Making progress. Is he going to say anything else? We'll get to that and the Robbins trifecta coming up right here. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, the millennial David Van Camp, and then the sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. Okay, news update, David Van Camp. Well, the high-stakes meeting between uh, Xi Jinping and Joe Biden are underway as tensions between the United States and China continue to rise. Um, and uh, so they, they, they did the usual little photo op. They're all having coffee or tea. Uh, having exchanging pleasantries and whatnot in front of yeah. the press. I got hairy legs. Yeah, 
okay. Joe Biden talking about his hairy legs, of course. Yeah. I'm sure that translates very well into Chinese. Um, but anyway, um, it, it looked like at a certain point he was like kind of nodding off. I thought so too. <laughs> just sort of. I think like, he was just looking down. Yeah, but it's somebody is. Well, they're sitting across the table from everybody. Yeah. Everybody yeah. is looking across the table right. or looking where the conversation's at, and he's looking down. Yeah. Right. Apparently, for like twenty, he's, thirty seconds. Yeah, he's like seems like he was fumbling through notes or something. I don't know. Yeah. But then he kind of drifted off. Yeah. Yes. Projection of strength. Um, the other thing, and I've I've noticed this before. It's weird whenever he's at one of these big international meetings because he's always looking to Secretary of State Antony Blinken for advice on what to do, like always kind of following his lead. Yes, it, it's like the big tell. Yeah, it's because Biden is not really running the show. Correct. You know that. I mean, that yes. it's, you know. Anthony Blinken is probably the guy he's bringing along, you know, he's doing the weekend of Bernie's thing with Joe Biden. And mm -hmm. he's the guy who's actually going to be doing most of the talking. Everybody knows that. Yes. True international average of pressure. Well, except for that. Joe Biden's Translate bringing the heat that. with that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think that's pretty much true. And do you see it going any other way than what we hear later on? Is, you know, there were some intense talks, but progress is being made. Seems like that's what happens every single time. Yeah, that, that that's probably they're they're going to spin it one way or the other. And then or, China keeps trying to steal all our stuff, right? Intellectual or, or, property, all that stuff. Or Joe Biden's going to poop his pants again, and you know there's going to be a big uh, firestorm about that. Yeah, no one not <sighs> done not. that. The history books will note it. Right, that he didn't crap himself. I saw Janet Yellen there though, participating. Yeah, she had the headset on. Yeah, she's there. And then down the yes. table, there was... I uh, just want you to know, you know anytime possible that I will defend China with mm -hmm. our media. Because she oh. does every time. It was really nice of the Chinese delegation to bring her a big old bowl of Werther's Originals. It was well, really nice. That was, that was a gift. The, the factory gift moved to China years ago. That's true. <laughs> All right, Scott, you ready for your big yeah, three? Yeah, well, Here we yeah, go. Let's go. Are you ready? One, two, buckle my shoe it's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins' trifecta, always helped by his hero. Hi, it's me, Casey. Casey well, Casey. howdy, Casey. Not even going to ask, because you won't come anyway, so who cares? Good. Well, I'm ready. Three. <laughs> Number three. Be a wise guy. Uh, Representative Jamal Bowman, the fireman, the guy who, yeah. you know, pulled the fire alarm because he thought that would open the door oh, or something. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jamal Bowman uh, is apparently, he is aware and he's going to tell you what real Jews should think about That's right. Israel and Hamas. That's right. Jamal's Jewish? No. no. But he knows, okay? Oh. Okay. He was addressing a group calling themselves rabbis for ceasefire. I like that. How many were actual rabbis? I don't know. Uh, they were not simply a demanding peace. Bowman began lecturing everyone about what it actually means to be Jewish. Now, Bowman's not Jewish. He declared that he was representing the way in which God wants us to live with each other. He Jamal also has some yeah. sort of insight into that. Yeah. God told him to pull the fire alarm, too, I'm sure. Got it. He also claimed that the government of Israel does not represent the Jewish people. 
It was all simply surreal, but it's life in the 21st century here. He said, I've heard what was uh, said here this evening before I got up and talked. Big rally going on. He said that by me calling for a ceasefire with my colleagues and centering humanity, I don't know what that means. What does centering humanity mean? These are just things these guys say. He said, I'm uplifting deeply what it actually means to be Jewish because I'm centering the way in which God wants us to live with each other. So I feel grateful to be standing here. Jabal Bowman has spoken about the uh, Jewish faith and about the Jewish people, my friend. Okay. So is he speaking, he understands this the, of all faiths, or is it just the Jewish, Jewish faith? faith. Okay. That dude. I know. I, I, you know, it, it's just like people say these things. And he and knows he, he'll never be called out on And it. he's speaking for the, the Jewish people or has no it's background ridiculous. being a Jew, but uh, he's out there anyway. Of course. Now, here's what what God meant when he said, you know, come on, dude. Right. Shut up. Of course. Now, on with the countdown. Scott Robbins, Trifect, the top three of the day up to number two. Uh, You want to talk about the former St. Louis prosecutor, Kim Gardner. You know, things, I know things were bad with her, but I didn't realize how bad. And there was a list of things that has just come out about this. Okay, because she wouldn't prosecute criminals. 25,000 cases were dismissed. In her watched. Yeah. 2,735 cases were dismissed by judges for failure to prosecute. Yeah. You said 25,000. 25 were dismissed outright because they they were, she didn't prosecute them hard enough or to prosecute them barely at all. Okay. I want to make sure I understand how many? 25,000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's mind-blowing. Yeah. So right before... She was ousted, and yes. uh, there were there were even local media outlets who had been very very sympathetic to her cause because she's the social justice warrior and all of that. Mm-hmm. Some questions started being raised because there was a murderer who wound up just going free because a prosecutor didn't she didn't assign an attorney to the case. Uh, no, an attorney to a prosecutor. Nobody showed so. up, and so the judge is like, ah, dismissed. I, I have no choice. Dismissed. Yep. The state didn't show up. Countless violations of the Criminal Victims' Rights Act. A resignation just hours before a judge was to order potentially damaging records be turned over and a deposition by her. And I don't know if the good people of St. Louis ever had any clue about this or not, but their duly elected circuit attorney wasn't at the office or in court because she was busy working on her registered nursing degree at a local college. Wow. Well, yeah, she was in charge during the summer of fiery but peaceful protests. Yeah, well, she went after the guys that... The McCloskeys. The McCloskeys, the guy with the gun, yeah. Yes. And I remember at one point, David, you had a clip. There was a St. Louis mom that tore into her. I think I have that. That's probably worth playing. It's not that long. She is absolutely, in my mind, in competent and a criminal. It was handled in a very callous, uncaring, uh, throwaway case. Well, my son was not a throwaway. If he kills someone else, I hope that Kim Gardner will know that she's responsible. Fire her. You remember that story? I I think that was the case that I had mentioned where the murderer walked free because she couldn't find, she didn't assign an attorney to show up in court. 
It didn't show up in court. There was high turnover because a lot of the prosecutors in that office uh, had no idea what they were supposed to be doing. And they left because, obviously, I mean, why, why would you stick around? You're realizing that this is a sinking ship and you've got your own life to deal with. So they went and found other jobs. And that just added to the chaos. And she couldn't find anybody else to come in and do the job. Well, and it goes back to another story we talked about earlier. Really, another Soros-backed DA. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Which is exactly what he wants, of course. Yes. And the countdown continues. Yes, it's Scott Robbins, trifecta, the top three of the day, according to Scott. And finally, one. Um, I, You know, they say Christmas comes earlier every year. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like some of these other events just happen more frequently every year because you're telling me it's Transgender Awareness Week again? Yet another Transgender Awareness Week. Mm. Got transgender days, weeks, months, years, centuries. It's all there. I don't know how exhausting it is, but I'm assuming it's a lot pretty exhausting to spend every single waking moment celebrating yourself and demanding that everyone else do too as well. And I just pulled this list. I know you've talked about it before, Jamie. Of where they talk about the marginalization of the community. Yeah, and and, and I, you wonder I, I, it's where, hard to where wrap my the head around that, around that because Where's I don't know what you're talking about. So I pulled a couple of these, but uh, I don't know what this one is. Aromantic Spectrum Awareness Week is February 19th through the 25th. What is that again? What's it called? Aromantic, Aromantic Spectrum Awareness Week. I don't know what that is. David, help. David, do you uh, know? What? Any idea on that one? Aromantic? Aromantic. Okay. That's- that's that's somebody who doesn't want to be touched. Period. At the end. Okay. When you first said it, I thought you said aromantic, and I was like, what? They, <laughs> that's, that's did I bite that one on you? They don't want to get did. down to Aerosmith music? I didn't understand. Well, or they're, they're attracted to people who smell nice. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Refreshing. Well, you know. Yeah. Uh, International Transgender Day of Visibility. International Asexuality Day. Lesbian Visibility Day. International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia, Pansexual Visibility, Pride Month, International Non-Binary People's Day, Bisexual Awareness Day, Celebrate Bisexuality Day, LGBTQ History Month, International Lesbian Day, National Coming Out Day, Spirit Day, International Pronouns Day, Asexual Awareness Week, Intersex Awareness Day, Transparent Day, Transgender Awareness Week. Hold on. Transgender Day of Remembrance. You're going too fast. I can't, I can't ask any questions. You okay, just go ahead. Them go off. ahead. Go what ahead. is this? I want to learn. This is a teachable moment. I'm just trying to get through them all. Okay. That's your bit. I shouldn't have said anything. That's okay. Go ahead. Can you go back to the the one was it was said trans in it, but it was something Transparent else. Transparent Day. What is that? I guess parents of trans people. Okay. I, their day. I, I assumed it was a day for parents who were trans. Maybe it is, David. Just asking. I don't know. Transgender Awareness Week, Transgender Day of Remembrance, and Pansexual Pride Day rounds it out December the 8th. And the marginalized community, again, Dylan Mulvaney had a one-on-one with the president. I don't know too many people <laughs> who get to do that. The president. To ensure transgender seniors can age with dignity. Dignity. <laughs> right. Dignity, dignity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No dignity. <laughs> right. And exactly. there you have it. I yes. thought the same thing. Diggity, diggity. <laughs>
The Scott Robbins trifecta, top three. Thank you, Scotty, <laughs> as always. All right, we got to get to uh, another news update. And Nimrod's the news. Um, boy, meth on Santa's train. Really? What? Oh, yeah. It's all coming up right here. This Thanksgiving at Total Wine and More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice. So many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Imagine it's the final game of the season, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are making a comeback. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe your stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Thank you for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Uh, Some big news coming out of the state of New York right now. You know, Leticia James, the attorney general in the state of New York, um, has been hounding Donald Trump in the courtroom like she said she would. That that was one of the things she ran on when she was seeking the office. Now she has set her sights on an even bigger prey. Oh, and that would be Pepsi. She is suing Pepsi because too many Pepsi bottles are winding up in waterways and whatnot because people aren't throwing away their trash. It's Pepsi's fault, guys, apparently, that a bunch of people in New York can't figure out how to find a trash can. That's incredible. If you were to list the things that New Yorkers have on their mind, we need something done about this, fill in the blank. Yeah. Yep. She that would writes, be where, like 739th? Yeah. She writes, Pepsi's plastic packaging is polluting the Buffalo River, harming our wildlife and contaminating Buffalo's drinking water with dangerous microplastics. Last year, Pepsi produced about 5.7 
billion pounds of plastic packaging, which weighs as much as seven Empire State buildings. <laughs> I'm not making that up. Wow. She said that. <laughs> which I will say this, man, as, as, a, uh, as, as a true American, as a patriot, I respect that she will do anything to avoid using the metric system, including measuring things <laughs> in Empire State buildings. <laughs> it is wild, man, when you go back and listen to the clips of her overtime before she got in office and after. Like, that was the sole gig was to go after Trump. Now it's Pepsi. but And people don't seem to care on the left. It's like, good. That's what we want her to do. Orange man, bad. Get him whatever the cost. Right. Unreal. All right. Time for Nimrods. Roll it out. Let's go. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the news. Well, uh, for our friends in Anchorage, you may have already heard this story. Uh, there's this American woman, um, Sabrina Abre. Um, and is making news really across the world um, because she's a TikToker and she had put out there that Alaska was an island and people are trying to correct her. Yeah. Oh, no. Alaska's not an island. Yes, it is. We understand oh. the story. So now she is explaining the reason, saying, well, the curriculum, meaning... In schools, uh, obviously needs some help because I didn't know that. I wasn't taught that. <laughs> we need a good revision, an overhaul of the entire curriculum at this it, point. Is it because on a lot of maps of the United States, Alaska is put in a little box underneath? Did she think that Alaska was an island off the southern coast of the United States? Well, she just put out in her post everybody knows that alaska is cold but i didn't know that it was connected by land no i didn't know that and mentioned something about maps um right and then you know people are piling on all over the place and she is also saying well i've heard this from adults many times what uh, adults maybe, are... not that i've ever heard of before <laughs> so there's that and then there's a small town in northern tennessee taswell they had a Christmas parade. Santa's train is going all over the place, driving erratically. And they found out the dude that was driving the train was all hopped up on meth. <laughs> He's been arrested. And that's Nick Rock in the news.